0: Music mm-hmm.
1: Welcome back to the South End Zone podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I'm here with Eric and Timmy. We are back with you for week numero cinco. Week five is here. Week four is in the books. We're here to recap and talk about our picks and our bets. Boys, I'm going to get right into it this week. Clemson. What the fuck is going on? NC State, after, what is it, 16 losses in a row, finally gets a win against Clemson. Timmy. Timmy. What happened, bro? What happened?
2: I mean, I think we've seen it written on the wall the last couple of games from Clemson. They're not what they've been the last three, four, five years this year. And, you know, we kind of alluded to it last week when you took the upset pick, and I agreed with you that NC State's a scrappy football team, and Clemson is not up to standards, and they just got housed, bottom line. Yeah, I
1: agree. Uh, I mean, I won't say they got housed. I mean, they – but it, it was not a pretty game. I mean, U- Uyunglele, 12 of 26, 111 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, they, they're they the opposite of what I would call explosive on offense. I mean, they're ranked in the bottom 10 in the country in pretty much every kind of category that has to do with explosive plays.
2: They're a trash can.
1: <laughs> At this point, I don't think they should be ranked. What do you think, Eric?
0: Uh, well, I, I would agree with that. But, like, you know, again, and I know Hunter's talked about, you know, the preseason rankings. And unfortunately, I think we're still early enough in the season where some of that preseason ranking bias is still I think that's the only thing keeping them in the top 25 is that they started at two or whatever it was. But yeah, we've talked about their offense multiple times about, hey, it's going to take them a little bit to get going. I didn't think it would take them four weeks and they would still be completely toothless. But uh, yeah, they're just lost offensively. And it was only a matter of time before that defense, which is Still excellent. Uh, just had an off day and gave up, you know, 21 points or whatever. You know, that this day was coming that that, that defense was going to somehow give up three touchdowns and they were going to be in a world of trouble.
2: Well, I don't care how good your defense is. I think it was at some point in the third quarter, you know, they were like 0 for 9 on third downs. And they had like 80 yards of total offense. So I don't care how good your defense is, you can't overcome that.
0: Yeah, that's not something you can sustain. I mean, they've probably been fortunate to make it, you know, this far without losing a second game with that offense because of the defense. But yeah, it's, I don't think anyone thought that they were going to go through, a, you know, a full conference schedule riding that defense and win a bunch of 13 10 or 10 7 games. I mean, it was a matter of time before the defense, like I said, before the defense just wasn't elite enough.
1: Well, and speaking of not elite, they added in some insult to injury there because brian Brzee out for the season with a torn acl <laughs> you talk i mean you you lose on the road to nc state and you lose your best defensive player to boot for the season and they've got a couple other guys banged up will shipley's out four to six weeks and skalski went out in the game too i mean that they, they just they're in trouble i don't think it's crazy to say that they could go eight and four am i wrong there
2: no you're not at all. Absolute, absolutely not. I, I very well think that there's going to be a new ACC champion this year. I don't even know they're going to play in the championship game, to be quite honest with you.
1: Well, I'll tell you who they're not going to play. North Carolina. They're not going to play them. Oh, and we'll get to yeah. them in the yeah. picks. I got some words for North Carolina because they cost me some money this weekend. But, you know, I think we can. Can we just cross Clemson off the list? Playoffs?
0: Uh, th- playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Oh, they're done. Yeah. I would have argued we could we could consider crossing them off the playoff list after week one, because when they lost the Georgia game, their remaining schedule was so weak. Like, what what was going to be their signature win? Like, fucking Pitt? You know, and I, I didn't want to sound like too overreactionary to one game against Georgia, but I kind of felt, you know, part of me was like, they're going to have a tough time making the playoff now that their they're one team that they know is going to be ranked at the end of the season just beat them.
1: Yeah. Well, filed that under my one of my worst takes I've ever made preseason. So, but uh, I want to move on to. notre dame and wisconsin and this court is now in session timmy you stand accused of sleeping on the job and calling notre dame a pretender when they went into soldier field and just absolutely murdered wisconsin after you claimed they would get annihilated by them i'm gonna file that under your worst take of the season explain yourself do you have a defense
2: i plead not guilty (laughs) here's my defense. That game was actually close up until late third quarter when Wisconsin kicked a field goal to go up by three. And then the ensuing kickoff was returned back for a touchdown. And right from the moment that that happened, the wheels fell off Wisconsin. I have no idea what happened, but that game was a lot closer than what the scoreboard shows. And at the end of the day, I think it was more about how Wisconsin sucks and not how good Notre Dame is, in my opinion.
0: Am I the jury on...
2: Absolutely, yes, be the jury.
0: Okay, then I will acquit him. What? Because if the if the charge... Listen, if the charge is calling Notre Dame a pretender, I'm not convinced that they aren't yet because I don't know that Wisconsin's any good to begin with. And he walks.
1: <laughs> I can't believe that. You're just going to acquit him of all charges after that
0: beatdown? Oh, no, n- not, not all charges. Just the charge where he called Notre Dame a pretender because still, even given Wisconsin's... In the business, they still beat Florida State by a field goal. They still needed a questionable pass interference call to beat Toledo. They still didn't play real well against Purdue. So I, I think I would still put them. Maybe not pretender. Maybe not use a, a strong word, a, a word that strong. I don't think they're a contender. I don't think they make the win enough games, to make the playoff, and do anything. So the the specific charge of calling Notre Dame a pretender, yeah, I'll acquit them on because I don't think they've beaten anyone that that makes me think they're a contender.
2: Interesting. I will do some community service time for saying that Wisconsin would annihilate them.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Calling the actual game, been guilty as hell. But um, yeah, that one I didn't watch that, but it it looked like it was close. It was close. It was close and then just completely got away from
2: them. Yeah, they scored 31 points in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to wonder if uh, Wisconsin's looking to make a change at quarterback. Graham Mertz was awful, especially in the second half. I mean, he He threw four picks, two of them went for touchdowns. Uh, After his, I think I saw the stat today, it was like in his first two starts. He was excellent. And since then, he's thrown like three touchdowns and 11 picks. That's last year to this year.
0: Yeah, he had a rough stretch.
1: I, I would say that uh, when you're looking at Jack Cohn on the other sideline and you end up getting beat by him, you're probably going, well, shit.
2: Well, Jack Cohn wasn't fantastic in no, this game. No, he wasn't.
1: But at the same time, God, you can't throw two pick sixes in the fourth quarter like that. I mean, you just you can't, can't throw them in any quarter. No no and a one wasn't really his fault but at the same time i i I think wisconsin is in a world of shit man they're in trouble their offense is putrid that another one of the calls that i wish i had back but really who's the here's a question for you guys is iowa unquestionably the best team
0: in the big 10 west unquestionably I don't know. I'm, I'm at the point this season where I question everything.
1: Because I mean, whose eye were who's really beaten besides Indiana?
0: Well, and that's and that's why I'm hesitant. Because two weeks ago I was super high on them. I was on here saying, yeah, I think I might rank him at three. Based well, those two wins that I was basing that off of look a lot less impressive now than they did two weeks ago, right? So they they beat an Indiana team that looks thoroughly mediocre. They beat an Iowa State team that has been bad.
1: Yeah, they lost to Baylor this weekend.
0: They they beat uh, Kent State, not real convincingly. And then this weekend, they, they were up seven at the end of the third quarter on Colorado State, who is now one and three. So they didn't blow a whole lot of wind up my skirt this week either. I don't know that I would say
2: anyone's unquestioned anything, especially in the Big Ten West. They're riding high off a higher preseason ranking and then an early season win over Iowa State. But like you said, they really haven't done shit since then. They may end up being the best team in the West just by virtue of all the other teams being a huge dumpster fire. The only team that, in my opinion, could be considered at least halfway decent is is maybe Purdue this year. But, you know, Illinois, they suck. Minnesota, they suck. Wisconsin, we just established they suck, and Nebraska obviously sucks.
0: We suck. But maybe not as much as we gave them credit for sucking, like, three weeks ago.
1: Um, the last game I really want to kind of just recap a little bit here is Arkansas and a Hunter had two plays on that game, one of them them hit one didn't but Arkansas somebody tell me is
0: Arkansas for real for real as in are they really the eighth best team in the country probably not but I th- I think they are I think they are g- going to end the season much better than most people gave them credit for what, what was their over under this year I mean I think they'll win at least eight games maybe nine Yeah, I mean
1: they're 4-0 for the first time since 2004 I believe or 2003 maybe
0: yeah it was probably like the Darren McFadden days
1: I was a senior in high school the last time they were you know,
0: 4-0. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they're a good team, and they've beaten good teams, and I think they're for real in terms of, yeah, I think they should finish with, like, nine wins.
1: I don't know. We're going to find out what they're made of this week because they play Georgia in Athens. Last time I saw Georgia, let's see, currently they are 18-and-a-half point favorite, so – Arkansas not getting much love there, and I don't know if that's them not getting much love or they're just giving a lot of love to Georgia. could be a combination of both. But looking at Arkansas and AM, m the reason that I hesitate to, to say that Arkansas is for real. Now, you guys can call bullshit on this if you want to, but look at who Arkansas is beaten. They beat a Texas team that had Hudson Card that quarterback, he's no longer starting. They beat a Texas A&M team who lost their starter to injury. Zach Calzada, you know, their backup is playing. That being their two best wins, I kind of question whether they're for real or not and are ready to go and compete with a team like Georgia on the road.
0: Yeah, I think their other win or one of their other wins is against Georgia Southern who just fired their coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think they're a good team. I think they're a quality team. I don't think they're the top ten team. I don't think they'll finish in the top ten, but you know that's why they play the games. I guess we'll see.
1: Well, let's see. Before we move on, do you guys uh, is there any other recaps that you think we need to touch on that we won't touch in the picks? Anything crazy that you guys noticed
0: outside of USC getting destroyed by Oregon State? I thought that was funny. Just in general, I was surprised by how many top ten teams struggled to win convincingly. I mean, we talked about Iowa. We talked about AM. Oregon, they were up five against 0-3 Arizona at the end of the third quarter, and they ended up pulling away, but it's not like they were in control of that the entire time. Oklahoma, Oklahoma never led until the last two seconds of the game when they kicked the game-winning <laughs> field goal to beat West Virginia at home 16-13. I
1: feel like you're going to have some
0: words for Oklahoma in the picks.
2: I don't think there's any more words left from <laughs> Eric on Oklahoma. Yeah,
0: they're, they're they, pretender.
2: Uh, they're pretender. One word. That's
0: my last word on Oklahoma, pretender.
1: All right. Well, I think we're... uh we're good on recaps we'll we'll touch on the rest that need be in the picks um but before we move on to that i want to touch on studs and duds eric give me your standout who's your stud and then give me your just who who laid a giant fucking egg
0: you guys are gonna love this my stud malik cunningham of louisville oh, man oh, here we God. go he he. Yep, he went 25 of 39 for two touchdowns 264 yards he ran for another 56 yards and two touchdowns and most importantly he came in under 1.5 turnovers with the zero, and helped me win at least one point this disaster of a week. Uh, so he's he's my stud. Uh, he's got Louisville off to a three and one start.
2: Don't worry, he'll average out those interception stats next week when he throws like nine.
0: We'll see. Uh, and then Dud, we touched on it briefly, but uh, Graham Mertz, uh, eighteen for forty-one. That's that's bad. Threw one touchdown to his team and two to Notre Dame, and then two other interceptions. So that that was just brutal, brutal day. Yeah, he's he's my Dud for this week.
1: Of course, you're gonna pump up Malik Cunningham, but don't worry. Keep betting on him. Go on, keep keep betting on Louisville. <laughs> I got gotta
0: pump him up while I, while I can.
1: It's gonna come back to bite you. Just wait. All right, Timmy.
2: Stud and a dud. Who you got? All right, stud. I got uh, Jeff Sims, the uh, quarterback over at Georgia Tech. Very very efficient in the air, 10 of 13, 112 yards and a touchdown, but he beat them up with his legs, man. He rung up 128 yards on the ground and rushed for three touchdowns uh, and a straight-up ass whooping a Mac Brown's Tar Heels, man. He put it on them. They, they had no answer for him. I, I watched the second and third quarter of that game, and
0: he was – He looked like he was playing a different sport than than North Carolina's defense. He was otherworldly. They had nothing.
2: Yep. For the dud performance of the week, I don't think this one's a shocker to anybody, but DJ Uyungle, 12 of 26, 111 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, polished him off with a 46.6 QBR. Uh, He looked like shit and Clemson looked like shit. So that about (laughs) sums it up.
1: Yeah. I uh, I would have to agree with all of those takes. Oh, man. I, I just I, I'm still I'm blown away by how bad Clemson is. They I mean they're not only bad like they suck. They're not a good team.
0: Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Yeah, it's worse than just oh they're overrated. They're they're bad. Like they
1: they look like a team that should go five and seven. <laughs> I don't even know what to take away from it. I'm so confused by it. I don't really have a stud and a dud as far as players go. But uh, I would like to point out a couple of teams that got exposed here. And one of them, you know, I'm going to take this one on the chin. Minnesota was a 30 and a half point favorite to beat Bowling Green. They lost 14 to 10. I don't even know, like my dud dud of the week would be me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for for taking Minnesota in the over preseason. So, and then stud, Sarkeesian, 70 points he dropped on Texas Tech. Now, granted, Texas Tech's really bad, but I feel like Texas, Arkansas's win over Texas is starting to look better and better and better. So, they're starting to get some things figured out down there. So, that would be my stud, and then the dud, like I say, would just be me for taking Minnesota to win more than seven games this year.
2: So, who was right?
1: <laughs> So I think we can move on now to the picks review. Not that I want to, but we got to get through this. Um, I'm going to start with Hunter because he's not here to gloat. Thank God. Hunter took Boston College plus one and a half. Me and Timmy. Timmy actually wrote it in the picks. I bet that game and Mizzou got exposed. And well, Hunter can gloat when he comes back, but Mizzou can't be trusted. I I still don't even know what to make of that. Basilak got exposed. I, I got nothing. Mizzou goes on the road and loses to a backup quarterback. What the fuck? And we let him off the hook.
2: Hunter, you have a one-week statute of limitations on this. If you're not back in the next seven days, we got first right of refusal on any shit talking that you have. So,
1: 100%. He took LSU minus two and a half. That covered. They won by three. Uh, Texas A&M, Arkansas, over 47 and a half. That did not hit. He did not get the over. But his upset pick was Arkansas over Texas A&M. And we know that hit. Texas A&M's offense is a dumpster fire. So any major takeaways, you know, from that? I mean, I I think those were all pretty good picks. I'm still blown away that he actually managed to call that Boston College one. I don't know what he saw there, but (laughs) good pick on him.
2: He didn't even know Phil Jerkovich was gone for the year. He got lucky.
1: I'm going to move on to myself and get that crap out of the way because, ugh. You know, disgusting. Oregon minus 28 and a half. They let Arizona hang around. They sleptwalked through most of that game. Looked like shit. I I got nothing. I mean, they no excuse. I I think they're looking ahead or whatever they're doing. They they weren't up for it. They just let them hang around. So bad beat there. Uh, Michigan State minus five. Nebraska? Did Frost actually get some brownie points even in a loss there? Or is he still in as much trouble as he's been all
0: year?
2: It doesn't matter. No, I mean, I, I think
0: I think he, you know, losing on on the road to Oklahoma narrowly by one score, and then losing in over overtime to Michigan State, who's ranked. It, it's a lot different than if he'd lost both those games by twenty eight. You know, he'd be in trouble then. But I think it's just going to allow him to hang around. It's not going it, to. It's delaying the inevitable because he's still. You know, we talked about his last week. With their their schedule is rough, and he's, he's got plenty of plenty of losses coming, and plenty of potential for blowouts. I, I still don't like his chances to be on the sidelines opening day of twenty twenty two. But you know, he's. He's buying himself some time.
1: Yeah, maybe so. So Michigan State minus five, that did not hit. They won by a field goal. And then, well, you know, no need to put in. Timmy, can I put an asterisk next to my losses from Liberty as well, or is it just the wins? Negative. (laughs) Negative. Okay.
2: (laughs) You wear the L's around your neck.
1: Hey, man, that was a close one. They got stuffed on fourth and goal. You know, I mean that. You know, what are you gonna do? It was a close one, but they've hit three out of four games this year. I'm not gonna fault them. I'm gonna keep going back to the well when I need to.
2: That was actually a good game to watch. Friday night special in the baggy dome up at Syracuse.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man, a little Friday night delight there. But uh, I I didn't get to watch it. I was on the road for most of it. Like I said, I, I was keeping up with it via alerts and. When you said they got stuffed on fourth and goal, I was like, "Damn! Well, there goes my money." So
0: didn't they have a touchdown reviewed and called back?
1: Yeah, they scored and it got reviewed and that—that
0: that was that drive. That was that the possession. same one.
1: Yeah, they went for it on fourth down after that and got stuffed. So. But moving on, I, and then I I took NC State over Clemson. I don't think we've already. I think we've shoveled enough dirt on the Clemson already. I mean, they suck. We suck. Timmy, you took uh, Wisconsin minus six. I, I don't care what Eric says. You're guilty as charged.
2: <laughs> No double jeopardy. <laughs> yeah,
1: overruled. Eric may be the jury, but I'm the judge and executioner, and you're 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 getting put on death row for that one. And then you took Mizzou. You win a. You had a fight with Hunter there. You took Mizzou. I don't blame you for that one. I bet on them. They screwed us both.
2: I still can't believe that game. That that one chaps my ass more than anything. Boston College has no business winning that game.
1: Boston College four zero.
2: Yeah, but other than Mizzou, they haven't beat anybody. No.
1: I still don't get it. That yeah. Well, we'll see what Boston College is actually made of this week.
0: Well, they they'll get a t- well. Man. Kind of get a test this week.
1: Actually, yeah, I want to retract that. We're not going to get to see what they're made of because Clemson's terrible. You took West Virginia with the points, Timmy. Great pick there because Oklahoma, as Eric will no doubt point out uh, again here in just a second, they are a pretender. Great pick there. Easy money at plus 16. Then you took Stanford over UCLA. I thought you were going to pull one over and, you know, get a win for me there against Chip Kelly. But
2: Yeah, they kept it close. It was interesting for a little while, but... Chip Kelly put it on at the, at the end of the game and pulled it out, man. It was, a, it was a long shot.
1: I agree with that. It was a long shot. Stanford's not very good. I don't think UCLA's very good either. But, you know, hope we, we've got to get better. Well, I think we'll turn it around this week. Eric, you took Louisville minus two and a half. Malik Cunningham decided not to throw four picks this week, so that one hit for you. Uh, West Virginia OU over 58 and a half. Yeah, we don't need to yeah, talk about don't. the rest. <laughs> <laughs> we... We don't need to talk about the point totals there. Both of those offenses are bad. Those assholes didn't even get halfway there. Am I wrong here to say that the biggest like bad beat that I saw was Oklahoma's fans cheering for the backup quarterback during the game?
2: Yeah, that was that was brutal. I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. First off, it's tough to blame them
0: uh, because he has he has not looked like a Heisman candidate uh, really at any point this year. I mean, he's, he's yeah, but surely they can look around the rest of college football and realize that shit's just crazy
2: this year and be like well shit at least we're four and oh or surely they can look at their depth chart and realize that they don't have a better quarterback than spencer sander or spencer rattler sitting on the bench behind him otherwise he'd be fucking playing
1: yeah agree and then uh this one it, it's the biggest like what the fuck is going on of the week north carolina minus 12 and a half got d capital d destroyed by Georgia Tech.
0: They got they got capital destroyed, destroyed. Like, not just one letter, like all nine of them or whatever.
2: They got rolled. Yeah, but haven't we seen this book before from Mac Brown? You play up in the preseason hype, and, you know, you come out, and you, you just lay egg game after game after game. I mean, that's what got him shit-canned at Texas. I mean, I think we all agree that was a terrible
1: decision to let him go at Texas. I'm not
2: disagreeing with that, but, I mean, I'm just saying it's not outside his M.O.
1: yeah. Uh, they got no business losing to a team like that. I, I don't get it. Even with everything they lost last year. I mean, we even all said like that. We all loved that pick. Like we thought that was the easiest money of <laughs> of the week, you know.
0: I want winners. And, but it's just how they how they beat. Like, okay, fine. I missed, I missed minus 12 and a half, whatever. I can live with that. But it's it's not only did I miss 12 and a half, but Georgia Tech beat them by, I think, three touchdowns. Um, and it's just how they went. Is similar to LSU UCLA, it's like it doesn't shock me speechless that the the favored team lost. It's just how that game went and how physically dominant one team looked over the other. You know, it's like, like if I was watching that game with my wife. And I told her one of these teams is favored to win by 12 and a half points. She'd have watched like six plays and been like, yeah, I, I can see why. Like they're, they're just beating the snot out of these dudes. But she wouldn't have been talking about the team that was actually favored by 12 and a half points.
2: Well, I mean, I think there, there might be a, a formula here against North Carolina. If you can run the ball efficiently, efficiently keep the the offense off the field that's you know been a big contributor in a lot of their losses this year
1: I know Georgia Tech lost to an FCS team week one they had a chance to beat Clemson now they just drilled North Carolina so I don't know maybe they're figuring some stuff out I I don't want to just completely poo-poo them and say that they're god-awful but based on past history and the level of talent that they have year to year they shouldn't you, sh- th- you shouldn't be losing to a team like that if you're, you know, if you have hopes of winning the Coastal,
0: so. Yeah, Mike Norvell must have been watching that game just kicking himself, <laughs> because that Sims kid was committed to Florida State when Taggart was there, and Taggart got fired, and Norvell took over, and, I mean, the kid, I, th- I want to say he actually signed, and they Norvell showed up, and they, they told him, hey, you know, you're not really the type of player we're looking for, and <laughs> kind of left him hanging, he ends up at Georgia Tech and just smokes north carolina meanwhile florida state is a a fire inside a dumpster that is floating down a flooded street
1: yeah it's not good they're they're god-awful um and then last but not least your pick cal over washington you couldn't have paid me to watch that game yeah
0: I, I watched the second half because a there was i needed a pick to break even b i couldn't sleep and c i wanted to see if that heward kid got in and he did not <laughs> no washington carried uh they were up 24 10 at the end of the third quarter and had the ball, and they ended up having to go to overtime at 24 apiece.
2: You know you know what chaps my ass about the Heward kid not coming in? I didn't even realize it until last week. So Dylan Morris, the guy who's starting, is a redshirt freshman. Like, what? Mm-hmm. what's the big deal? Sit his ass on the bench. He's playing like shit.
1: Well, as long as they keep winning, he'll keep playing.
2: Yeah, I don't know
0: how much keep winning they're going to do, but yeah, uh, yeah, missed that one, took a stab at it. Washington actually scored some points. It was a bummer.
1: On the week, just looking at it, uh, Hunter took two spreads. He took four points, uh, two spreads in an upset. I took two points with my upset pick and went over three against the spread. Eric and Timmy both, one point, one spread pick apiece. So, phew. after all that.
2: You can cut that part out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i after all of that, we're all tied at ten points again. All three of us are six and six against the spread. Hunter still four and eight, but those upset picks are keeping him in it. We got to come back with some uh, some fire this week, boys and girls. So with that, I'm going to move on to the picks right now.
2: Who wants to go first? Shooter's choice week, man.
1: Mm. Let's go with Eric.
0: Eric, give me pick numero uno. For my first pick, I'm going to grab a seat on the Gus bus. I'm going to take UCF to lay 15 points against Navy. I think a Navy team that is averaging 10 points a game is uh, right for the picking, and I don't see how they stop a UCF. I know UCF's quarterback is out, I that's fine. They'll just run the ball 50 times. It's. I'll, I'll take that one for my first one.
1: Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say that you know I like that pick because that. I feel like I can't predict anything these days, but
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I like it. I like it as much as anything else this year. Jeez.
1: Yeah, they're right. I mean, they should boat race Navy. Navy's a bad team, so I, I don't dislike that. And, uh, I, and
0: I thought about the under. I almost like the under more at fifty six and a half, just because Navy's not going to contribute. But I think there's a chance that UCF throws up like forty five on these dudes poor
1: navy timmy give me pick number one
2: all right my first game is going to be uh iowa and maryland iowa is a four-point favorite so i'm going to lay the points with iowa here they've at least somewhat impressed me so far this year maryland hasn't shown me shit um so i think iowa is an easy cover here at minus four
1: man you don't think uh young tongue has got a chance to upset iowa at home maryland's four and look pretty decent i don't know yeah. i wouldn't bet on iowa
2: because they haven't played anybody. <laughs> that could be.
1: Yeah, could be. I don't know. But uh, I, I just don't trust Iowa's offense. That That's all. I don't trust Spencer Petrus. I, I don't. mm So, I'm not going to fault you for taking the number five team. as a four-point favorite on the road against Maryland. But I wouldn't bet that game because I just don't trust Iowa's offense. <sighs> so... Timmy, I'm going to upset you right out of the gate. I'm going to do it. I am going to bet on Notre Dame. Notre Dame's at home this week against Cincinnati. They are a currently a two and a half point underdog to Cincinnati. I think a lot of people agree with you that you know oh, they're a pretender they haven't looked good they let these other teams hang around this that, and the other well they're coming off uh, a big win and injury update jack Cohn is supposed to play so i mean this is monday that we're recording this if something crazy happens and he doesn't play obviously this bet may not work out for me but i'm going to take the points with notre dame here at two and a half i think notre dame beats them i mean outside i mean cincinnati's best win is indiana indiana not a good football team notre dame's way better than them and that was a really close game with indiana so brian kelly five and one as a home underdog against the spread so give me the notre dame plus two and a half
2: yeah it's probably a
0: safe pick no yeah that's 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 solid i actually misread that at first and i thought notre dame was a two and a half point favorite and it like it didn't make me jump out of my chair so the fact that they're a two and a half point home dog is kind of yeah i think i'd hop on that train too
1: it opened at cincinnati minus two and it's moved up to Two and a half. It would appear that, uh, you know, most people don't agree with my assessments here. But, you know, I, I just I like Brian Kelly at home. Like I say, he's five and one at home against the spread uh, as an underdog. I don't know. I, I think they're more talented than Cincinnati. But, you know, who knows since he could go in there and blow him out. We don't know. I mean, this, this is a crazy year. So
2: we'll see what Notre Dame's all about when they come into the Terror Dome in Blacksburg on October 9th.
1: Anyway, back to Eric for round number two. Give me pick pick number two, Eric. What do you got?
2: Pick number two. um,
0: Louisville is a a six-and-a-half point underdog at Wake Forest. So You're riding Louisville again? It's two teams from the ACC (laughs) that I am higher on than either of you, probably by a wide margin. I think Wake is probably the better team, and I think they probably cover that six-and-a-half. But the play on this one I like more is the over 60.5. So Wake is averaging just under 40 a game. Louisville is at, uh, I want to say something like 32 or 33 a game. Louisville's defense is not great. Wake's is good, but not fantastic.
1: Just so you know, the current line is 61 and a half
0: okay well then i'll take over 61 and a half i guess
1: okay you say a lot higher than we are i I mean wake forest is in control of their own destiny and if you would
0: they are
2: if you would
1: have told me that was going to be the case in week four of the season i'd have been like get the fuck out of town you kidding me
2: i ain't buying wake still
1: I don't know what I mean. The ACC is a dumpster fire. There's no chance any of those teams make the playoffs because I just don't think Wake Forest, Boston College, can win out and do something like that. I, I don't know,
0: but well, it's an interesting hypothetical. Like, I mean, what if Wake runs the table in the ACC?
1: Then they would go get steamrolled in the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs i don't know i'm not even gonna entertain that because there's no chance it happens
0: i couldn't pick one or the other but but i do think
2: they hit the over 61 right. and a
1: half well i like that i'm not gonna fault you there i would probably do the same thing timmy round two what do you got ma'am
2: uh florida and kentucky Florida's uh, eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to lay the points with Florida. You know, they had a real good showing against Alabama a couple weeks ago. They beat the shit out of Tennessee last week. They look good to me, man. And Kentucky, they really haven't shown me anything. Uh, So I like Florida by multiple scores here.
1: Yeah, the only thing that makes me question that is that it's on the road. If it were in the swamp, I would 100% agree. But being on the road, I don't know, man. I mean, but Florida's been really impressive the last two weeks at home. We'll see what they're made of on the road. All right, so... Pick number two for me. I'm going to take a page out of Hunter's book here. LSU is a four-and-a-half-point favorite over Auburn. It's an eight o'clock game, night game in Death Valley. Give me LSU. I'm going to lay the points with LSU here, minus four and a half. Auburn has got some shit going on. They fired their wide receivers coach this week. I don't even know what for. I'm full disclosure. Didn't look at what it was for. If it was for some kind of cause or just he wasn't getting it done or whatever. Fired a wide receivers coach. Bo Nix got benched during the game and Auburn arguably should have lost that game. This past weekend to Georgia State because they got a very favorable call right the right at the end of the game. Uh, Georgia State's coach like complained about it after the game, saying
0: yeah, pub publicly yeah,
1: saying that we got screwed. Bottom line, and it gave Auburn a first down and they ended up scoring and winning. And so you know I don't care. I mean they should have crushed that team anyway, and they let them hang around and almost beat them. So that going on, we don't know who's actually going to start for Auburn, be it Nix or T.J. Finley, the transfer from LSU, that threw a just pure fucking luck touchdown to win that game against Georgia State. So give me LSU with the points. I think Auburn's just got too much shit going on. And I think LSU finally may be starting to get some things right after that week one debacle. So they've had three games to get it together. I think they cover here, minus four and a half LSU. Okay. Uh, no, man,
2: I wouldn't touch that game with a 10-foot pole.
1: What? <laughs> you said that earlier in the in the group chat. Why, why wouldn't you touch it? I, I'm interested.
2: Well, just for all the reasons that you laid out about Auburn, they got their own problems they're dealing with, and I don't think LSU's offense is, is worth the shit, quite honestly. You know, their defense has been respectable, but I, I just don't like either of what what these teams got going on. So this one's a complete mystery to me.
1: I almost took the total. I almost took under 53 and a half. And if I was going to bet it, that's what I would bet. It hasn't moved since it opened. So I don't know. Like I say, I think LSU gets it done at home at night in Death Valley. Auburn's record there, not very good in the last 10 years. I don't know that they've won a game on the road at LSU. Yeah,
0: most people's record there isn't good last Right. So
1: I, I'm not certain that Auburn has won a game at LSU in the last 10 years. I don't know. Could be wrong, but so give me that one minus four and a half. Book it, Eric. Round three.
0: My third pick, uh, I'm gonna take Boston College to cover 15 and a half at Clemson. I don't think Clemson has any business at all being favored by more than two touchdowns over any (laughs) fucking anybody. (laughs) So give me, give me uh, Boston College with the points. I don't give a shit if they have their backup quarterback. Mm,
2: Man, well, I don't dislike that normally i would say you're crazy even with all the troubles that clemson's got going on but that kid uh they got backing up charkovich looked pretty good last week he might have got his shit together so you might be onto something on this one man
0: you might and clemson's look like hot garbage all year so i mean the best they've looked is a is a seven point loss to georgia and then man they're rough i'm, I'm done with clemson yeah bc plus yeah. The points
1: all right i like it okay uh
2: timmy round three Alright man, this one uh this one pains me with uh everything in my body, hurts me to my soul. God damn it, <laughs> don't do it. Michigan don't you do and it. Wisconsin. You know, it's basically a pick'em game. Michigan's a one point favorite. You're gonna ride Harbaugh? I'm gonna take him in a basically a pick'em game and I'm gonna fade Wisconsin here. I think Harbaugh actually has a legit ground game this year. And Wisconsin, yeah. I'm officially off their bus, man. I'm I'm going to fade them after last week. Give me the Wolverines <laughs> minus one.
1: Taking
0: – laying the points with Harpo.
2: Is that the game you thought I was going to take, Eric? No, it's not.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Wisconsin minus one. Well,
2: then it moved. Well, I don't give a shit what the line is. Give me the Wolverines.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it moved and moved back. Okay, well,
1: whatever, dude. So, Timmy's taking them plus one. I'll write that in right now. Type it. Plus one. There it is. All right. <sighs> Man, boys, for my third pick, I'm I'm torn whether to take this. Give me Kansas State to cover 10 and a half at home uh, against Oklahoma. Oklahoma, they've looked like shit. We've beat them into the ground all podcast. They're going on the road to K-State. I know K-State's still playing their backup quarterback. Skylar Thompson's not playing, but Oklahoma's done nothing to impress me. So I can't sit here and say they're going to go on the road and beat K-State by more than 10 points. So give me Kansas State with the points at home. Plus 10 and a
2: half. Wouldn't it be so on brand for this season for Clemson and Oklahoma to come out and hang 60? Yeah. And just win by 35. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's what, I mean, I can't in good conscience take Kansas State to upset them. So I'm just going to take them with the points here. I think it's a safer bet. I don't necessarily love the pick. I just, I'm going to fade Oklahoma after what they've shown me the last three weeks. So,
0: all right. Well, boys and girls, it's upset time. Eric, who's losing? Miami. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Virginia to go down to Coral Gables. Uh, Miami's a three and a half point favorite, and I don't I'm not sure they should be, but uh, I don't think they've got the the defense to to put any sort of leash on the Armstrong kid. I think he throws for 400 yards. I think UVA rolls. I don't know, man. Virginia's just been such
2: a weird team this year.
0: They, they've been weird,
2: but Miami's been bad. Yeah, Brennan Armstrong's played a lot better than I thought he would this year, but. Yeah, Miami's a total shit show. You're probably right about this one.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll i'll take I'll take weird over bad eight days a week, and that's where that's where I thought Timmy was leading into about going against every bone in his body and all that. I thought he was going to take. Take UVA plus points.
2: I I will never bet in favor of the Cavaliers, believe me. Timmy, who's losing? So I'm taking a page out of Eric's book. I'm going to ride Louisville over Wake Forest. Um, Wake hasn't beat anybody worth a shit this year. I'm not buying into their 4-0 record. Um, And I'm going to see if Malik Cunningham can make it two weeks in a row with throwing more touchdowns than interceptions.
1: You're very unconventional this week. If I do say so myself, you're (laughs) you're, you're betting on Harbaugh after just – crushing him the entire offseason
0: and then you're gonna take louisville after talking shit for months <laughs> hey i've been crushing wake
2: more than i've been cl- crushing louisville so yeah you you have in fairness you have
1: <laughs> oh man can't believe that
2: we'll see what happens but hey when you go one and three you got to change it up
1: okay so last but not least uh my upset pick timmy i'm gonna go against what you said give me maryland they're at home they're gonna beat iowa this week Boo. number five they're They're tanking. I'm telling you. Their offense is trash. I'm not buying it. Not that Maryland's any good. I just think I was overrated. And so... I'm going to stick with what I said in the preseason and they're only going to win 8, you know, 8 games or so. So, give me Maryland to upset Iowa this week. Give me Tongue of Viloa.
2: The Terps are going to be the beginning of the end for Iowa, is that what you're saying? Well, you should know that.
1: Yes, that's correct because I mean, looking at Iowa's schedule, you know, they've got uh, Maryland this week and then they've got Penn State next week, and I think they could be doing a little bit of looking ahead to Penn State and sleeping on Maryland. So,
0: That would be very on brand for 2020 that's
1: what i'm saying that's what i'm saying i mean i i don't think it's crazy i mean can any of us timmy i know you picked that spread but are you just sitting over there going oh yeah i'm super comfortable with that pick
2: uh i am because like i said maryland really hasn't shown me shit
1: well i mean they beat west virginia in the opener and west virginia had a chance to beat OU. And then they strapped Illinois and then a couple of trash teams.
2: Yeah, but we've kind of already determined that OU is a pretender as well. So let's not make that out to be anything more than it is. Right.
1: And Iowa, the only good team on their schedule that they've beaten is, I mean, you could argue Iowa State or Indiana, but neither one of them are very impressive at all. So I think these two teams could be pretty evenly matched. I mean, the total is 45 and a half, so they're expecting it to be a lower scoring game. I don't know. I've talked enough about Maryland. This conversation's going nowhere. Well, Hunter's going to get his picks in later on because he is – otherwise gamefully employed. Is there anything that you guys want to touch on before we close it
0: out? I don't know. Was I the only one who was taken aback by the Arkansas-Georgia line? Did 18 and a half seem like way too much? I don't think so. Really? You think they're rolling that hard?
2: I think they could shut them out.
1: I think Georgia's the best team in the country. I think they're better than Alabama. I think they're better than Florida. I mean, name a team. I think they're better. I think they're deeper, more experienced. JT Daniels is playing great as long as he's healthy. And I just, I know they kind of didn't put up an offensive touchdown against Clemson, but I mean, it's the first game of the year. Clemson was hyped up for it. They had the whole off season to prepare for them. Granted, they haven't blown out, you know, any really good teams since then, but Arkansas, I, I think the party's over. Is what I'm saying. Is right. the line maybe a little bit too big?
0: I, I'm just saying, you know, I was surprised 18. I would have expected something more like 11 or 12. Oh, maybe.
1: no. I would have I would have bet Georgia at minus 14 at a minimum. I mean, anything oh. anything less than 17, I would have bet the shit out of Georgia.
0: 19 and a half, huh.
2: I, I don't know. Maybe
0: I'm just a bigger Sam Pittman believer than most people. Maybe so.
2: Well, give it to the end of the week. You might have some action on that game.
1: Do you guys have a take on Alabama or Ole Miss? Anybody?
0: I was tempted to take Old Miss to cover.
1: Fourteen and a half
0: as one of mine. Yeah, I just I don't I don't think there's too many. I don't think there's a whole lot of teams in the country that can outscore Mississippi by two touchdowns. I mean, even you know Alabama's defense is really really good. I got it, but man, Mississippi they they throw up point after point after point after point. Point. I mean, they're av- they're averaging fifty three a game, and they they actually they actually play something closely resembling defense this year. Like I was I was surprised they're still at twelve.
1: I think they're better on both sides of the ball than they were last year. Yeah, Alabama. I don't think is as good on offense. Certainly, I think that's pretty evident thus far. But I think they're monumentally better on defense than they were a year ago. Their offense was just so good it they outscored everyone last year. But I yeah. think they're massively improved on defense. And, you know, Ole Miss may expose that, and we may find out that that's not true.
0: I think Alabama wins, but I don't, I mean, 14 and a half seemed like a really big number to me. I, I yeah, I was, mean,
1: 60, 63 to 48 was the final last year that was in Ole Miss.
0: I don't know. I, I don't think Ole Miss wins, but that might be the only game they lose this year.
1: Well, I think that's going to wrap us up uh, for the week. Uh, you guys can find us on twitter at south end zone pod uh, instagram as well same thing give us a listen we're available on all platforms tell us what you think leave us a review five stars only please helps us get more content out to you guys we will be back with you next week for week six see you later thank you very much have a great day